Oh, I've clicked, got it. Oh, hello, you disappeared. <laughs> I've lost you, where have you gone? There you are again, right. I don't know, you're well focused on technology. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But Mr. Yeah. IT professional. Absolutely, who are you again? <laughs> it's all about who are you and good afternoon-ish. Good afternoon-ish. I have, good I have Alistair with me. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you, Donna. Uh, my name is Alistair Birch. Um, I started out as a poet and I am now a just about to be thriller author. Um, I am, um, yeah, you know, I've, I've kind of just about to be published on Monday. So I thought, right, come and talk to you about it all. So I haven't got a book to wave in front of you, but I can go, oh, oh, yes, this thing here. This, this is me, this comes out on Monday. Um, I'm just kind of a general silly person who likes silly things. And I'm kind of getting a love for writing now. So it's just something I'm just trying to do a bit more, really. Uh, did you always know that you wanted to write? No, 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 no. School, I was hopeless. In English especially, dreadful. Um, I didn't really... I don't know, I, maybe I was too lazy, I don't know. I, 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 it was a long time ago, of course, you know. Um, but no, I, I, did, I, I didn't really see that as any path at all. Um, and in fact, I only saw it as a path 2018, 2019, something like that. Just something to try and do. And what um, made you actually start writing uh, and decide to go and publish? Um, two things, I suppose. Um, the first one is always good, is an idea. So the book coming out on Monday, I had an idea and I thought, oh, yes, I like, I like this idea. Um, so don't think I'm going to give any spoilers. I'm going to wave something in front of here. So, um, yeah. So, sorry, this is a hideous printout, but you can see it looks like the London Underground. Hopefully. Can yeah. you see that? Yeah, okay. So this is a piece of artwork. It's not the, not the London Underground. It's, uh, it's a piece of art called The Great Bear. And on there, there are all the different tube lines and the station names have been removed. And they've got, if I actually look at this, we've got um, explorers, we've got uh, movie stars, musicians, various people like that on the different lines. Um, and I thought, it's a map. I can write a thriller with a map with something hidden on it. Um, so, so that's what I did. That was my idea. And I was kind of didn't think anybody would use this particular premise as a start. So, so I thought, okay. Um, so I wrote 10 pages and then I wrote 20 and it is cumulative. You know that you can know and write 50 and then you believe you can write 100 and so on. Um, and while I was doing that, I was building up a, a bit of an audience. Um, so I've got a Facebook author page and I have been known to post silly rhymes lots of lots of it so it's, it's kind of I, I will put those up there because writing a full-length novel for the first time it takes a long time to do um, if you know you, you've got to go and learn a lot on, on the way so I got to 2020 and I had 
about 170 of these little rhymes I'd, I'd created. I had a manuscript. I involved some others to go and get some mentoring and some advice and just kind of straightening out basic stuff, which was good because I was making some very, very silly mistakes. Um, and then I started submitting, you know, as you do. Um, so went after agents, went after publishers, got a few publishers who turned around and said, oh, yes, pay us £10,000 and we'll, we'll create your book. And I kind of went, still wait for that. Um, and, and that's where we're at. So my poems, boom, boom, boom. this is a, a, just an on Amazon collection. It's aimed at seven years and up, although there's a few in there that are a bit dodge. Um, but that's just fun. Um, that's, that's just something silly that just sits there. And so I'm the publisher for that one. And October last year, um, one of the publishers I approached, Dark Edge Press, said, we'd like a two-book deal, please. So that's what's happened. So book number one, Shadow Pursuit, comes out on Monday. Book number two is submitted. So we just need to go and push that one through. And I'm moving on to, I'm about 60,000 words into another manuscript or something completely different. I'm actually enjoying it. You know, it, it's, it's kind of, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that the overwhelm is, is, is kind of gone now. I can just kind of chip in and do it. And um, I've got a few friends who I give chapters to regularly so I kind of know where I'm at so yeah um you say that you started Shadow Pursuit based on the tube map which actually has quite a small role overall at the end of the book and it's based a lot on biological um Terrorism, yeah. I guess. Well, the, the, yeah, the, 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 there is. The, there's there's a, a, a dark organisation that wants to go and wreak mayhem in the country. Um, it, it's kind of a tricky one because I don't want to go and give spoilers away or anything like that. And certainly, probably best not to talk about the second half of the of the book as to as to what the main, uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's it's yes. I've kind of go big or go home, so you know, let's go and get something that people will know. Um, and, uh, um, you know, it's, there's, I, I had fun writing it, but I think one of the things that I learned when we were writing it was I didn't necessarily have, or not, not when, when it went into the structural edit and uh, it didn't necessarily have a clear protagonist because you've got three distinct groups of people you've got your security services you're your bad guys and you've got your innocence caught up in the mix um and it was kind of mm, okay who am i going to go and say is the hero of the past and so forth but i, I you know um i think i kind of got there and uh, i certainly have taken those characters for the second book the sequel that follows on so you know do you have a favorite character yes yes uh yes eva eva merriman yeah um that she was always kind of a, a, a key role in the in the there but you know there are other 
important characters there as well. But yes, she's my favourite. I think she'd probably be mine as well. Um, she gets, she most... gets more, sorry, I was going to say she gets more airtime in the sequel. If the sequel get, gets doesn't get too trashed in the edit. <laughs> yeah, well, you'd have to open as well. Yes. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes. <laughs> how, how could he do that? Yeah, never mind. Yeah, bloody authors, I don't know. Um, yeah, what did you find most interesting doing research for this book? <clears throat> or for actually, the, actually, well, actually travelling down to London and, and visiting the places. I, d- I just took some time and went, okay, because there's plenty of places in, in, in London and the areas that I, I, I used there. Um, and I just went down there and I, I just clicked off loads of photos and just, yeah. I, and, and that was just a trip, just me mooching around the different places. Um, you know, it was kind of, um, I didn't have everywhere mapped out of which locations I would use until I went down there and went, oh yeah, I could use this. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um. What was I going to ask you? Oh, about the statues. About the statues? Yeah. What about the statues? Um, patterns you... and messages. Patterns and messages? <laughs> yeah. Try not to, without spoilers. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of difficult um, without spoilers, but... But the, the cover, of course, gives a certain clue as to one of the key locations, doesn't it? Because, uh, um, and, and it's kind of, you know, the, the, there's something hidden and, and people have to go and hunt for it. You know, it's uh, I kind of, not saying I'm competing with Da Vinci Code or anything like that, but it's kind of, why not? You know, it is, it's have a go at something that's kind of, uh, out there and hopefully people will go oh yeah okay this is, this is uh, flowing along quickly with a bit of that um what was the most fun scene that you wrote and what was the most difficult again trying to avoid spoilers <laughs> oh gosh um i'm a bit kind of sad about that in in some ways because i wrote a big prologue which i really quite enjoyed um and it gave a lot of backstory to uh easter and and then it didn't make it into the final cut and i was kind of a bit but you know it's i'm not critical or anything it's just kind of i enjoyed that particular um piece but it was kind of yeah i didn't say i signed off on the edit that that was done so it was kind of the buck stops with me but uh um but yeah, you know, I've still got that piece and you could read it and you'd go, well, yeah, okay, that explains something. But <laughs> unfortunately, it's not in the final book. <laughs> what was the most difficult, or can't you say? Um, I don't know. Um, I suppose the most difficult was the realisation of the mistakes I was making as a newbie author. Um, I... I did a lot of what's, what people tell me is called head hopping. Does that make sense to you? Yes, yes. So that, that's something that I was very guilty of. And, um, but that's okay, you know. Um, I was, it was pointed out to me and I didn't flip out and I took it on board and went, right, let's not do that then. 
So, uh, um, yeah. So, yes, it, it's, it's breaking bad habits and just trying to become a better author for it. Um, that, that was the tricky bit. And Because at the end of the day, nobody likes criticism or nobody likes people to point out things that they're perhaps not doing right. But at the end of the day, if somebody's kind and genuine about it and you can actually go, oh, okay, well, that makes sense, then, you know, you've, you've got to go with um, people who you respect. When you were doing your edits, what was your most overused word or phrase? Um, well, I, I didn't do, so, so I did basic edits myself, just using pro-writing aid and things like that. So when I started out with that, that um, I was using things like wasted words like that, which I'm sure a lot of people do. And I would read a sentence, it would have that in there, and I'd go, well, if you take that out, it reads better. And I would find a hundred of these instances throughout the manuscripts and things like that. So, so that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it, it's just superfluous words where um, things could be simplified and make the reading easier. Um, I forgot what I was going to ask you again then. Oh, um, <laughs> if you were a killer in a book, how would you kill your victims? If I was a killer, oh, I don't know. See, oh, I don't, I don't know. Because I have written scenes that would make a few people a bit squeamish and things like that. Not necessarily murdering scenes, but certainly violent scenes. And and then I've put them out to friends and they've, they've gone a bit squeamish over it. So I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm okay writing violent stuff. Um, and um, I was reading um, a book by the author Alan McDermott, and I, yeah, I, I really like his his books. I've read all of his, and I actually appear in one of his, which is as, as a character, which I'm quite chuffed with. Um, but in this particular book, where I appear as a character. Um, there's some really nasty stuff going on to the victims and one of the victims has got my ex-wife's name and I didn't have anything to do with it but it's just an awful coincidence because if she ever goes and reads this it's going to be like oh uh, did you engineer this did you contact Alan direct and say please I was like no I didn't I just uh, uh, my jaw dropped to the floor when I actually read this bit because it was really nasty um, but no I, I don't know I, I can write nasty stuff but so far, the, the, there's, there's, you know, we take Shadow Suit, there's, there's people die in the book, you know. Um, there are some bits that aren't particularly pleasant, but it's not necessarily, I wouldn't call it a violent book, I would just call it an action thriller. Um, you know, because sometimes, for me, less is more. I don't tend to go for real in-your-face uh, graphic stuff. I would go and just let the reader's imagination uh, fill the blanks in. How would you kill someone? You can ask oh, your own question, but I'm still oh, going to no, ask. I would just ramble on and then you'd, you'd forget I asked. How would I kill somebody? Um, oh, I don't know. You see, um, so in the manuscript that I'm working on at the moment, 
there's there's an attack and i'm not going to say you a successful attack or, or or not but there's this poor girl who is kind of stranded in a snowdrift and somebody comes along and they take this poor girl and they basically smash her head into into the uh, tarmac repeatedly very nasty so i'm not sure i would do that but that's something i've written in the third book that i'm working on <laughs> You're just going to keep avoiding my question. I'll keep asking it until you answer. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm, 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 I'm pro-life me, you know. <laughs> Someone asked me, are you know me? To, I don't want to kill anybody. I want to be nice to people. Well, neither do I, but I still said I'd stab someone a hundred times. So I'm sure you must have. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah you probably stabbed me for not asking the questions. Exactly. Oh, I'll keep asking. You can ask your own questions, but I will okay. ask my questions and you will uh, answer. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, I'll I'll run somebody over. There you go. Happy? Okay. Yeah. Good for that. Jesus Christ, that was hard work. <laughs> Repeatedly, you know, there you go. Just just yeah, back up a few times, you know. Happy? Yes. Thank you. God, was that so hard? Honestly. You authors uh, just answer your own questions. That's fine. No, There's no point me being here. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I told you I won't let you're gonna let you get away with it easy. No, well I know. Well the thing is I have know, warned you. Well, I know, and uh, yes. With, with with Brian sat behind you going and uh, egging you on. I mean it's uh... <laughs> I'm bad enough on my own. I don't need his encouragement. <laughs> no, well, no. But uh, yes, I'm sure you'll accept his encouragement anyway. Oh, of course, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. Yes. Um, do you have any phobias and would you write about them? Not massively great with heights. I'm okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. If, if you said I'd sail down a building, I could do it. But I'm not a great fan of that kind of thing. Um, and, and I think in the sort of genre that I'm writing now, fears, yes, write, writing about fears, absolutely, because you want to go and grip the... the the reader and you want to, them to actually feel the emotion that the character's feeling so yeah um would i actually go and um do do that i'm not i'm not really sure um i, I was chatting or no I, I saw an interview with um abby osborne and she had a scene in one of her books where um somebody put worms on this character's face and she actually did it for real, just to go and see what it would feel like so that she could actually properly, authentically write about it. I'm not going to do that. You know, not, not when I've got a Frank Aldana, I could go and put worms on her face instead, you know. It's like... <laughs> I know, and you did close as well. That's a scary thing. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally could. <laughs> that, yeah, there we go. Right, right. I'll I'll book you a part of the interview there. <laughs> That's fine. You'll pay. I told you, you'll pay. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Never mind. It'll be worth it. <laughs> um, do you hide secret jokes or messages in your books or Easter eggs? Not necessarily jokes or Easter eggs. There are references to things or people or or. Um, so near the start to Shadow Pursuit, there's a family and there's a dog, and the dog is 
real happened yeah no longer with us but that particular dog was built around a, a family pet and things like that so there's little things like that that mean things to me but wouldn't necessarily be picked up by others um and i've carried that through in the second book as well there's there's little things in there that uh, um but yeah you know they're, they're things that people who know me go oh oh yeah yeah that's 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 really you like that not the character <laughs> but you know I suppose all authors do, because at the end of the day, you write what you know to a degree. Isn't it? Yeah. I love um, there's a group of Scottish crime writers, I think three, that write each other's characters into each other's books, which is quite funny. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I like the idea of that. <laughs> um, have you made lots of author friends since you started writing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I am very lucky. Um, so I, you 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 kind of know this, but I mean, I going back about about eight years or so, I wasn't really in a good place, um, and yeah, was coming out of a bad marriage, all kinds of things, and there was a, there was a lot going on, um, and I am very very lucky nowadays. Um, I have two new social circles that I didn't have a few years ago one on the running side one on the writing side um, and I kind of do think I kind of muck in with them all I, I, I do have lots of conversations and do cheer people on I hope but uh, um, and I'm very lucky that you know that's that's comes my way as well sometimes you know and if you have much feedback from readers, I guess if it's not out yet, then you you only had advanced reader feedback. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, I mean little bits, little bits, but you know, at the end of the day, that there's the odd little Goodreads review up there, but it won't be till Monday that anybody can put a review onto Amazon or anything. So uh, we shall wait and see. I, I don't know. This this is for me. It, it's the kind of unnerving first time out there with a, a, a thriller. Um, but the thing is, as I said, I'm enjoying the writing. So um, I fill in with time as and when I can, and I just go and put a few words down. And I'm just going to, you know, because I'm enjoying it, it takes away any kind of pressures from financials or anything like that. It's a case of, I know that I will get some good reviews, and I will get some terrible reviews, and I will probably cry in the corner with the terrible reviews because they're the ones that everybody holds on to. But at the end of the day, you know, you you, you please some people and you don't please others. But uh, it's, I'm I'm glad to be doing what I'm doing, you know. And you know, I don't I don't know, you know. Um, I mean, you jokingly said to me that that piece that I wrote that that we shared that I should put that in a, in book four or something. I'm not, I don't know, you know. I don't know. I haven't haven't worked out the story yet. I mean, book three went off on a complete tangent. Anyway, um, I had an idea, and by the time I, I'm now on fifty nine yeah, thousand words, so I'm getting there. But I, but the original idea is gone. It didn't happen. I just kind of um, and book three for me is a bit different as well because it's much more character driven. Now that's not to say the first two aren't because they are, but. First two are action thrillers where trying I'm trying to be a bit pacey, whereas the third book I'm trying to have you know one or two characters where you actually go oh you're nasty I don't like you at all you know and it's uh, yeah so it's a slightly different experience and um, yeah it's all good fun. 
Um, since uh, you started, what have you found more difficult than you thought and what have you found easier? Uh, what I've found difficult? Um, the thing that surprised me that I found quite easy was the actual getting out there and putting content out there for people to see. Now, I appreciate a lot of that is silly rhymes and things, um, you know, so that's nobody's going to take that too seriously and so forth because that's just silliness and, and so forth. Um, okay, this is more of a, an anxious experience for me because I've, I've not done any interviews like this, but so, so generally. I, I like getting involved with good people and you know so that's quite an easy thing for me to embrace what do i find difficult what do i find difficult um I've, in both my running and my writing communities i've had a lot of success with good people but i've had to go and mute some other people as well so that i it was was less so good you know um you know, I, I, I know who I appreciate and value in, in the different groups, and I will stick to them like glue, like an octopus on your face or whatever the expression is. Um, but uh, <laughs> you picturing that? There you go. Yeah. I can see. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. you know, but, you know, I'll, I'll just dial down the volume on a few others, really. But, uh, yeah. And what's the biggest thing you want to achieve with your writing? Um, it, it, it's kind of, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I know. I, to, to a degree, if I take my poem book that I've mentioned, um, I've got a teacher friend who reads the poems to her class. And that doesn't earn me a penny. Well, it did. She bought a copy. But, you know, it, it doesn't, beyond that, it's, 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 you know, it doesn't change my life particularly. But it's, it's a really lovely feeling to just, it's, it's a tiny thing, but it's, it's kind of, yeah, don't, you know, don't take that don't take me saying it's a tiny thing out of context because that sounds rude <laughs> um, yeah yeah i know what you're like um you're the one the, that's blushing so <laughs> oh, i know always well you know you have that effect. um i don't know i don't know it, it's kind of I, I kind of prefer other people to go and get the plaudits but it is kind of nice just to go and say somebody turns around and says yeah i enjoyed that um you know it's um yeah i suppose we all want a, a bit of uh, positive recognition i suppose if you were able to spend a day with any author dead or alive who would you like to spend a day with <clears throat> see I, i've got several favorite authors um Matthew Riley, the Australian author, um, his action books are just bonkers in that there's a, a huge pace of, uh, there's violence, there's animals, there's all kinds of things going on, but it is just breathtaking the speed with which you're going through it and just like, wow, you feel like you need to buckle in when you're going to read one of his books. So, so, so that's, that's kind of a, a, a good one for me. Um, Ken Follett is another one because I just love this characterization, especially on the historical novels. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's just you end up reading those and you, have, you, you do have characters that you hate. You do have characters that you're really rooting for. And, and yeah, I think that's they're probably the two top of the tree that I, I, either of those I'd be really happy with. 
Are you planning on doing any author events next year or going to any of the literary festivals? Um, I don't know. I I hope I'll get up to Harrogate. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm literally making things up as I go along, as you've probably kind of worked out by now. Um, but yes, uh, in fact, we, we were up at Harrogate the, about a couple of weeks ago, and it's a lovely little town. We've got friends up there, so definitely. Um, so, you know, and of course, you know, I already know you, you, you've booked in anyway, haven't you? Yes, look at that. Yes, there you go. I got home There's at six o'clock on Sunday. By nine o'clock, I'd put the hotel for next year. Loved it. Excellent. So, yes. So, so, so that's the only thing I've, I've kind of got back. I don't know. I don't know, really. Um, I do like um, events where I go around the country and I bump into a virtual friend who I didn't know before. Um, that, that for me. Now, I tend to do that with running. So I'll book a race and I will go along and I will go and meet somebody. But, yeah. You know, if if there's somebody and they're other end of the country and there's a good reason to go up there, then I'll go and do it. Apart from this whole weird running thing for fun, um, what else do you like to do when you're not writing? Um, I, don't, I don't do that. I mean... Because my wife, Claire, she, she works all kinds of funny odd hours and things like that. It's a case of she might be working the weekend. She might be working um, overnight or something. So, you know, I, I just kind of chill out and laptop comes on. Off I go. And I, you know, I'm not really doing that much more. I'm much more of a homebody that I would rather people come to our home they're welcome as visitors we'll fire up the barbecue and we will chill out and that that that's that's me to a tea i would much rather that um i don't yeah i, I don't really like big parties and social situations things like that i'm you know I'm, I'm not comfortable there really particularly um you know kind of sitting there it's noisy i can't hear what people say you know that's, it's not me so yeah our door is open people come and visit and off we go and then the drinking game start <laughs> If I was to ask the darling Claire what your most annoying habits are, what would she say? She would say, uh, I say sorry when I shouldn't say sorry. Um, you know, I, I, I came from a, a, a bad background where um, I was this kind of apology of a person to a degree in that, you know, I was kind of there, subservient, just doing paying the bills and things like that um and I came out of that marriage uh, you know in in a, in a mess and I was this person that if somebody bumped into me it could be their fault I would be the one apologizing groveling to them saying oh, I'm ever so sorry that this has happened you know um and I I slip into that occasionally but I'm a lot better at it than I used to be um you know, it, it's kind of like, so, so standing up for myself a bit more and rather than blaming myself and things like that. So it, that's one of my main things that she, she doesn't like. And both of us are guilty of the same kind of, um, she would go, oh, what, what, why on earth are you married to me? What, 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 what do you see in me? And I will say the same to her. And it's like, what, you know, there's, there's nothing here. What, what were you looking at? You know, and, and so we both, go and give each other a half hard time but then we both back to each other 
explain to each other how wonderful they are and and, and you know so yeah it, it's it's just a kind of self-image kind of thing that we've both got and it is what it is you know who is your first celebrity crush celebrity crush oh so i can't see you can i you know <laughs> um it's like oh there's, there's the nod of disapproval from the teacher that that's terrible um i don't know i i quite like um i quite like some of the news readers which sounds a bit kind of weird and creepy you know like the Sophie Rayworths of the world you know, you know, that kind of thing you know. um, I don't know I because for me yes looks are a, are a part of attraction but there's intelligence there's kindness there's all kinds of things that go to make up a person and it's you know I, I don't think I'm this shallow person who looks for this hot body or anything like that it, it's kind of um yeah, you know, it's, uh, but I suppose, there you go, there's an example. So some something like that kind of newsreader vibe I tend to go for, you know. So you didn't I have anyone's I... posters on your wall when you are a teenager? Oh, I was terrible. Oh, I was terrible. You know, bear in mind, you know, I'm, I'm older than you. So, I mean, I, I grew up um, in the 80s. And, of course, you had all your Samantha Fox and Linda Lazard and all these kind of models that. And you couldn't see any blooming wall. It was just, it was covered, I mean, you know, you know, I was a, I was a teenager and that's, that's what you, you went down to HMV or Woolworths or wherever and that's what they sold you. So that's what went on the wall. <laughs> it hasn't been on the wall in a while. <laughs> Men's answers to that question are so weird as well. It can vary between newsreaders or cartoon characters or musicians <laughs> or actresses. Like you lot are weird. <laughs> crush at the minute i could give you a list but <laughs> oh there we go there we go um but when i was a teenager i don't remember fuck now it's a long time ago <laughs> i don't i barely remember um, yesterday it, it is, uh, you see you're I mean, still a young thing way younger than me so yeah i can barely remember what i did yesterday so it's a, it's not even 10 years is it between us i don't think hey well hang on when when were you born 83. 83. Yeah, there's more than 10 years between us. 1970 that? for me. There you go. See? Wow. See, see, how nice it was. See, I really did, was shocked. Well, never mind. Although I, I was ID today, so that's fine. That's <laughs> it. Right. Um, well, I got you to answer a question ish, kind of. At least think about celebrity crushes. Yeah, and I'm really going to have to try and figure out who the hell it was because people are going to keep asking me and I still don't know. <laughs> now it's like the rock, Apart from Tony rock Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Well, you know, I mean, if you notice that Jason Statham and Tony Ford are never in the room at the same time. <laughs> Tony's head is big enough already. Don't bloody encourage him. <laughs> he will love that. <laughs> I'll have to tell him as well. He will love that. He'll love that. He'll take that. Yeah, that's okay. yeah. He's, it doesn't uh, like taking. I've got bags of respect for Tony. I, I really enjoy his books, and uh, I my only frustration, and you, you must have the same, is the amount of books on the to be read pile, and it's like, oh, I've got another ARC to read, and it's like, oh, okay, I really want to read that book, but I've got this that I've got to do, you know. 
but you know, we'll yeah. get there. But for me, AJ's books knock everything. They come oh, first. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, do, I, I have got the Huntsman, and I do need to read it, and I, I will get to it quite soon. Yeah, you should because it's amazing. But then I would say that, but it really is amazing. Other people say so, so it's not just me being biased. <laughs> it is actually very I, good. I'm sure you've got a shrine to tone. You've probably got a cardboard cutout, life size, stashed there somewhere. <laughs> You're thinking of getting one now, aren't you? <laughs> Yes. I'm not sure how far Tony would let me go with the obsession. I think he has <laughs> limits. He's told me his limit is as long as I don't turn up at his house and stand over and watch him while he sleeps, then it's fine with pretty much anything else. So, <laughs> okay. So he, he, he okay. So I've got this picture now. So he, you're not looking at him while while he sleeps, but you're there while he sleeps. You just got a blindfold on. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> Just sitting on the floor, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness me! Well, there and you go. shouldn't tell me things like this, honestly. Why not? Why? Why? I'm expecting you to go and do it now. <laughs> I go past when I go to see Amanda. I go past Peterborough, which is where he lives. Yes. And yes. Uh, so I'm always like, I'm going past. I could just stop off and come say hi, but he, he usually just sends me a smiley face. So I'm not quite sure if that's a. A scared or an okay or has he moved, moved on to little winks yet you know he's a little you know <laughs> no <laughs> oh dear I know bloody I'll, I'll, I'll message him tell, him tell him he's got to up his game <laughs> oh poor guy's terrified enough as it is <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm special because I call him AJ actually I'm just special like anyway but I'm the only person so he knows it's me if ever I message him. <laughs> it's just laziness. It's his initials. That's all it is. <laughs> anyway, you. Um, what's your pet peeve? What's my pet peeve? Um, just just general rudeness. You know, I, I, you know, I mean, you know, people sometimes are justified in being rude, but it's kind of no, I'm not. I'm not a fan, um, and I think that's kind of a general thing for most people, isn't it? You know, it's kind of, you know, if we're going to go and try and treat people nicely, we kind of expect the same kind of thing backwards. But you know, it's yeah, yeah, boring one, I'm afraid. Um, what food will you absolutely not eat? <laughs> um, not a fan of aubergines, um, but most food I will eat. Yeah, I'm not particularly fussy with it, you know. Um, yeah. Um, so I think, I mean, tonight we're having jambayala and it's got plenty of veggies in it. It's got chorizo in it. It's got prawns in it. It's got Cajun chicken in it. It's all homemade. Yeah, quite happy. Bump. <laughs> what was that? What? You don't like spicy food or you don't like home cooking or what? Go on. Prawns. Or Go anything, on. anything from the sea, anything. Fair enough, okay. I'm really fussy, you'd hate to cook for me. <laughs> we, we had friends a, a while ago come, come for dinner and <laughs> he would eat meat but wouldn't eat fish and she would eat fish but wouldn't eat meat. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well. 
I used to be intolerant to dairy, so can you imagine how annoying that was when I went anywhere? Luckily, touch wood, it seems to have passed now, but yeah, so much. I can, you'd be surprised what dairy's in, like milk and cheese and stuff. It was a nightmare. Oh, no, you couldn't go to the the cheese bars, could you? Yes, I remember us talking about that. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, What did you want to be when you were a child? I'm still a child. Right, next. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I, 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 this is going to sound a bit crap to a degree, but I only kind of, it's only in the last few years where I've really just kind of gripped life and got on with it. Um, so I was kind of fairly boring and fairly kind of, um, I got to sort of 20 yards and thought, right, well, what, what's the norm? Okay, right, settle down. And yeah, and that didn't work out, but you know, it's kind of, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really have the imagination I got now and, until quite recently, you know, it's just a case of, oh, well, no, that's perhaps not true. I, I, things like the silly rhymes and just mucking about things like that have always been in my character. It's just that that bad relationship squashed it. And it took a long time to get back out of that and then just to actually go and, and be the kid again and, and just actually enjoy life so you know it's uh but yeah as uh, early on in my life you know there's i'm not saying years wasted because there's good things that have come out of that bad time but uh um you know it's uh as far as time for me it's it's only really been in the last few years um so about turned the corner about 2013 and started picking myself up from that um where would you most like to travel to in the world uh well there's i don't know i mean i've got dunstable on my list you know i've got to go there you know i mean that's that's like 40 minutes down the road if that i don't don't, you know you're 25 maybe 30 miles away so that's not too bad um so yeah that's easy to do um we have got friends uh, in North Carolina who are getting married soon, so we would like to go and see them. We've got friends in Canada, and you're gonna don't, don't ask me where, but in Canada, so we'd like to go there. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm really really lucky and blessed with being married to Claire because we just like spending time together, and it doesn't really matter if it's somewhere a bit grim or if it's somewhere really beautiful. We will find a way to enjoy the experience of just going and doing so so whether it's a staycation or whether it's abroad it doesn't really matter you know it's it's we're just comfortable together and that's that's just makes anywhere really nice um what's your funny family story that you've told me about well not told me about do you want the one where it'll put people off the dinner it's your interview. You tell me whatever you want. <laughs> uh, okay, right. Well, well, I'll, I'll, okay. Well, you've had you've had a warning for your, you know, any, any listeners. So, years ago, we had a we lived in Gloucester, had a, a big old house, and the garage had been converted into a workshop stroke utility room. So you went in there, and it's all this sort of lino on the floor and a big chest freezer with that. Now I've got a brother who's four years older than me, and he. He didn't bully me, but he, he tickled me mercilessly. Uh, there, there was 
a four year age gap. So you can imagine the kind of sibling rivalry that went on. And I nearly always lost any kind of battle like that because yeah, if it was a year gap or two, then I stood a chance, but four years, you know, it, it's, it's always going to be a, a tricky one. So one time I was running through the house, fearful, thinking uh, my brother's going to go and get me and he's tickling or whatever's going to happen. He's going to hurt or be silly and I, don't, and, and I will be crying and stopping you. Please don't do this and you'll carry on. Um, so I ran through the house and I'm kind of crapping myself thinking he's, he's going to catch me. And I ran into this utility room and I skidded to a halt. And I looked down and the lino floor was covered in doggy diarrhea right across the whole of the floor. And I kind of stood there and I looked at this and thought, oh, this is disgusting and all that stuff. And, and I could hear my brother and he was running through the house, where are you? Come on, I'm going to get you and all that stuff. And I just stood and I, there's, there's my hat. No, I'm holding the door, I'm holding the door. I can get out, he's getting closer, he's getting closer. And I just waited until he come full pelt at the door. And I just went, there you go. <laughs> and he, he just skidded right across the room absolutely toes to hair covered <laughs> so so you know um, that, that that's that's quite a quite a funny one for me um but we we did there was mischief and some things that went wrong um we had a a christmas day and my brother's got this new scale electric track and he spent about two hours three hours something like that building this track and he's like i'm all ready to go and race my cars on there um younger brother went into the stairs and just pulled the fuse <laughs> and he's going it's not working <laughs> he's trying with all the electric and he just realized i switched the electric off <laughs> oh. um but he got his own back as well um so another one for you when i was very little just just learning to ride a bike and my wonderful brother attached a rope to the back of my bike and i went you can see where this is going, can't you? It's this, yeah. It's the sort of thing that would happen to Roadrunner in a cartoon or something. Yeah, I went pedaling off down the road. He grabbed the rope and he went, "Ooh!" And the bike went, "Ooh!" And of course, you didn't have crash helmets or anything like that in those days. So I just kind of flew and collided with the road, which explains a lot about my kind of, you know. But yes, yeah. so, you know, there's there's all kinds of things like that when we were growing up, and you know there's there's a couple of examples there. I mean, there's there's others. There's there's one that I'm not going to tell you about because I actually use it in um, the book that I'm writing now. So you'll have to wait for that one. Um, but that was one where I had I had I had a bit of shame where I had to go back to my parents and but you know. But that, that will come along at some point. <laughs> it just makes me grateful I've got a sister and not brothers. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Different kind of um, challenge. <laughs> uh, well, yes, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've got a sister as well, and I did smash her over the head with a toy clarinet once, but, you know. Right, OK. Yeah. <laughs> which, which then went into a, sign, a, a V-shaped clarinet. <laughs> it was more of a saxophone after that. <laughs> And you also said about uh, drinking games. So, if you've got any embarrassing stories of when you're drunk, yes, yes. Um, so, so years and years ago, so I would have been kind of teenage and so forth. So, we went around 
Cheltenham because I was living around Gloucester and Cheltenham at that time. And we, it was winter, I remember, because it's freezing cold. So, you know, you, you, you walk from pub to pub, breath, going the plumes coming out in front of you. And somebody got me onto shots of dark rum, and I don't drink dark rum. And this was a mistake because I was knocking it back. And I borrowed my mate's shirt for, for that evening. And coming out from a hot, warm pub where I was comfortable into this icy cold air, I kind of just, it all came out. And unfortunately, I threw up over my friend. I threw up over his other shirt that I borrowed. They then kind of abandoned me in, in Cheltenham High Street until I tried to climb into a skip on Cheltenham High Street to, because <laughs> I thought this is a good place to go for a sleep. So, so you know, um, yeah. yeah it's, uh, fortunately, I didn't sleep in the skip. They kind of went, oh, God, we better get him out of there. But, <laughs> you know, teen, teenage drunken hijinks, they happen. I'm sure you've done the same. <laughs> we just we either giggle or we just cry I think when we're drunk and then like bitch slap each other and lose our shoes and stuff and then go home <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah we, we don't decide that we're going to take a nap and a skip generally <laughs> don't say we're missing out because no <laughs> No, no, you're not missing out. There wasn't even a blooming mattress in there or anything. It was just, it was really rubbish, just full of bricks and rubbish. <laughs> well, that would have hurt the next morning. I think it was, I attempted to climb in and they kind of pulled me off before I could actually succeed, really. But uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> awesome. But, you know, I, you thought I was perfectly normal until we started this interview, didn't you? No. Okay, all right. We've been speaking for a while now. That illusion is well shattered. Oh, yes. Kindred spirits we are, yes. We're both as yeah, mad as yeah. each other. Absolutely, yeah. I don't even deny it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and anyone that watches these will know by now anyway. Yes. My reputation precedes me even to Scotland, apparently. <laughs> and the rest? Come on. Yeah. Come on. You've got worldwide notoriety now. Yeah, I kind of have, actually. <laughs> I don't know. I've even spoke to someone not in Africa, but she was African. So yes. I spoke to someone in New Zealand, Australia, um, America. I'm not sure I spoke to anyone in Canada yet, but definitely a lot of Europe. So yeah, it's quite. Fair yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if you're going to do it, you may as well go big. So. Absolutely yes. I'm not just taking over the UK. I'm taking over the world. Oh yeah. Yes. yes. Right. Do we need to vote for you or anything, you know, or are you just going to take over the world as a, as a dictator? I'd rather happily just sit in the corner and be, you know, but apparently, no. I'm not allowed to do that anymore. No, probably not. <laughs> no. People, people keep wanting to be interviewed by me. I mean, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> it's, it's, it's an honour. No, I appreciate it. Good. Um, so... Mr. Birch, yes. you said you are working on a standalone at the moment. Do you know what you're going to do after that? Um, keep writing, really. I don't. I don't know. Is a short answer. Um, I. I don't know. I, I think the standalone 
I've got to go and send that in and see what happens, see if it gets accepted or anything. Um, I've got to push the sequel and get that one moving forward as well. Um, but no, I enjoy writing. So, you know, I'm going to keep doing it. Um, sometimes it will be silly rhymes. Sometimes it will be a, a, a proper novel. Um, and I don't really mind what I do with genres either. Um, so there's, um, didn't you see this Help the Heroes charity anthology that Emma's doing? So, so I'm, I'm, I've got a, a comedy farce short story that's in that. So that's completely flipping away from what I've been doing here. I don't mind, you know. Um, I, I, I do like silly humour and cheeky humour and stuff. So, you know, I don't mind putting that in. And so, you know, that could be to my detriment because if I become known as a thriller writer and then somebody picks, well, in fact, if somebody picks up this thing, they're going to go, well, no, that's the, there is no, no action thriller going on there. But that's, that's got rhymes about squirrels pooing. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, I just enjoy putting stuff in there and in, on the page. So I'll keep doing it. Well, you may be relieved to know that I don't have any more questions unless you think there's anything that I haven't asked you that you want to tell us. No, I'm, no really. I mean, the, you know, I'm easy enough to find on Facebook. Um, so I've got a, an Alistair Birch author page and um, I'm trying to think with my Twitter one because I never use my Twitter one. Oh, I'm just a Birch author on Twitter. But, uh, um, but yes, um, really, it's a case of I hope it's well received on Monday. And I hope that, um, well, you know, I'll just, just see how it goes, you know, but it's, uh, I'm going to keep doing it whether it's, you know, whether I'm writing dreadful stuff or not. But uh, I, 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 you know, I'm learning. This is the first one. I'm on to my third and I plan on writing some more, you know, because, yeah, why not? Life's too short not to do the things you enjoy. Indeed. And you... Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be mean and make you wait till Monday for my review or not, but I'm on the blog tour, so my review yes. will be shared on Monday because I'm opening the blog tour for you. So, thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, like I say, this is all new to me. I don't know. You know, you know, do, do, do I have to follow you around with, with a beating a drummer and like, you know, or just I, I, I don't know. I've, I've never had a blog tour. You see, this is this is on the first time with all this sort of stuff. I think technically the bloggers should be following you around because it's your book that you're releasing. Well, that's true, yes. Yeah. We're the minions in this situation. You're the minions. Yeah, you're the leader. So, so you know, right, okay. So so, uh, so, so for comparison, I'm, I'm a boxer and you're the lady who's holding up the sign for the for the ring, for the uh, different rounds. Applause and, you um, know, whatever. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, oh, okay. you've got it. See, it's fine. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We're, we're a team, and I'm more than happy to be involved with you. That's fine. Fabulous. And just show off your T-shirt for your cover again. Yeah, so, so that's what the cover is. So it's kind of dark. It's, I'm sure people can, it's not a great printer, but I'm sure people will work out that iconic location. Um, if, you know, if, if you can't see it on here, buy the book, and then you can see it properly. Yeah. Um, exactly. And, uh, and if anybody happens to have a copy and they happen to be in my neck of the woods in South Oxford, then shout, yeah, and I'll go and scrawl something on it for you. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.
Take care. Bye.